Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs, and welcome to The Great America Show. Hope everyone had a Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah. Thanks for being with us here today. As we wrap up this eventful year, the Senate Republicans have made it a memorable one for the Biden White House. Mitch McConnell gave the Marxist Dems everything they wanted in a $1.7 trillion omnibus spending bill. And in so doing, McConnell gave Biden and Schumer a bonus, funding everything out till the end of September, meaning the House Republicans their majority just doesn't mean as much as it once did. They won't have any budgetary leverage at all until the next fiscal year. And that's the way the Trump-hating America last McConnell wanted it. As Senator Mike Lee said after the Senate passed that bill, the Republican Party will self-destruct if they ever pass such a bill again. Well, personally, folks, I believe the Senate Republicans are well on their way to self-destructing, and they have a lot to answer for, in particular, Mitch McConnell. The Senate rhino Republicans act as though they're in a third political party already. But fortunately, there are exceptions, and our guest today is among those few. She's making a real difference for the nation. Senator Marsha Blackburn joins us today. Thanks for being with us, Senator, and Merry Christmas. And thanks for your hard work over the past year in demanding that the military end their COVID vaccine mandates. And with your leadership, the GOP did manage to achieve the rollbacks of those mandates, just as you told the Pentagon they should from the very beginning. I am so pleased that after six months of work and pushing to end this COVID vaccine mandate on our military, that we have won this fight. And yes, indeed, um, I offered this when we were working on the Defense Authorization Act back during June. And I'm a member of the Senate Armed Services Committee. I offered the amendment there. Every Democrat voted against it. And I told them at that point, I was going to ask for a vote on the floor on this amendment because The president had said the pandemic was over. So if the pandemic is over, we do not need to have a COVID shot mandate on our men and women in uniform. And they ought not to have to choose between continuing their chosen profession, which is serving in the US military and taking a shot that at this point is still experimental It was an emergency use authorization. The Department of Defense has many vaccines that are required of men and women in uniform. And that is with good reason because of the areas that they travel to, the proximity within which they are with others, uh, the proven nature of the effectiveness of these vaccines. But 
the COVID vaccine does not fit into that category. And we started looking at the acceptance rate of request for medical exemption and found out that that was at 0.0044 and religious exemption requests were granted at a rate of 0.0047. We were looking at the fact Unbelievable. that- Unbelievable. Unbelievable, our recruiting numbers, the Army itself, just the Army by itself, they're 15,000 troops short this year on their recruitment and retention. Next year, they're going to be 21,000 short. Um, so this shows you that something needed to be done. So my language is very simple. It just says the DOD, until you meet your recruiting numbers, you cannot implement this vaccine. Well, uh, again, good for you. And uh, and the White House, obviously very resistant to this, uh, still uh, insisting that it, there should be a mandate irrespective of whether the president uh, signs or does not sign the NDAA. Uh, how do you think that's going to ultimately play out with the White House? I think the president is going to end up signing it because it's not telling DOD that they cannot exercise vaccine mandates. This is very, very specific to that one shot and it protects our men and women in uniform and hopefully will get us back on the path to closing the gap that exists between the goals and the required numbers for military and strength and where we are right now. Speaking of military strength, uh, the numbers vary. Uh, I have seen, it seems to me, uh, you would know obviously far better than me, but it seems to me the Pentagon is playing with numbers here because we've looked at their recruiting goals that look at various points to be as much as 40% off. Uh, we know further that they are losing senior, uh, talented, experienced uh, soldiers, uh, as well as airmen and sailors and so forth. Uh, we're, so we're seeing sort of a double whammy here. Add to that the uh, 60,000 people who would have uh, left the service over the vaccine mandate, uh, it's it's really troubling to think of that the command, the general staff in that Pentagon is so stupid uh, that you had to sort of hold their nose to the reality of the recruiting numbers and the size of the of the of the force. Yeah, and you know, Lou, I think that is what helped me to get bipartisan support in the House and the Senate is I said, look at this. I'm not saying you can't do this. I'm just saying don't do it until you get your house in order and get your recruiting and retention back on pace. Right now, it is severely off pace and they know that. So this is a way of saying, okay, let's shape this up. Then once you have shaped it up, then you can go back to visiting whether or not you want to have this mandate on this particular shot. Yeah. And it brings some common sense to bear. But so far, the Department of Defense has removed 3,300 Marines, 1,800 soldiers, 1,800 sailors, and 900 airmen from active duty service because they did not get the shot. We also see this happening with the National Guard. And 
what we are doing is getting this mandate off the books. Then a step two will be how we go about opening the door for these individuals to return to service. But first things first, and the first thing is get the mandate off the books. Well, uh, and again, good on you for for taking care of it because you took the leadership role. I've got to ask you too, uh, General Petraeus uh, interviewed saying that uh, the two big uh, issues for him uh, are the military readiness priorities for NDAA and giving more money to Ukraine. Uh, and by the way, pointing out uh, to everyone that the outrage over the mandates, vaccine mandates uh, for the military were uh, manufactured. Uh, I have to believe you aren't too thrilled with General Petraeus and his remarks. There, I have a difference of opinion. I first first started hearing about the mandate and the impact of this from our National Guardsmen and women in Tennessee. Uh, some of them had had COVID. They didn't want to take the COVID shot. They had already had COVID. They had antibodies. Others had family members who had had an adverse reaction after having taken the shot and the doctor had said, well, maybe the kids don't want to get this thing or someone would have a brother or a sibling that had myocarditis following getting the shot and they didn't want to take the shot. These are things that would fall under the category of medical exemptions. And as I said, they were at 0.0044 in approvals of those requests for medical exemption. So, of course, you know, there are times when people will say, I can't take a flu shot, or I have a reaction to certain types of vaccines. I can't take this, or I can't take that. And generally, the military finds a workaround on those issues. But when you're not even hitting a half percent on these, you're not hitting 1%, you're not hitting 5%, then that's where your problem comes in. People were not being heard. Their requests were not being heard. And bear in mind, these are people that have volunteered. They are people, individuals that have raised their hand. They've taken an oath to protect and defend every one of us. They are willing to sacrifice their life for the freedoms that we enjoy every single day. And well, it's, a good thing be- that, it's a good thing that somebody got that message through to the, to the Pentagon. Now maybe the White House will also respond. I want to ask you very quickly, I know we're short on time here. Uh, I want to ask you about a couple of things. One, the omnibus uh, bill. We understand that that's just ready to go. Uh, it's going to be a just a a hammer uh, on a uh, on the budget. It is outrageous that we will see this happen, uh, but apparently it's moving ahead. Your thoughts and what is going to happen? Well, I think it is outrageous. The fact that our children and grandchildren are going to have to pay for this thing. We're at thirty-one trillion dollars in debt. When you look at our federal spending, just let's look at, in 2019, we had total outlays of $4.4 trillion. Now, in 2020, 
that number went up. Today, we are at $6.3 trillion in outlays. $1.7 trillion right. is mandatory. I mean, it's discretionary. And the balance is mandatory. Lou, this is outrageous. Our well, let, me ask, let me ask you this, Senator, because uh, this audience is not going to be, you know, is not interested in having to go through and do the math because they know they've got Mitch McConnell as the minority leader in the Senate to protect them, to be fiscally responsible. Where in the heck has he been and why is he going along and permitting this? We would hope that we are going to see the Republican conference come together and vote against this. I've talked to some of my House colleagues uh, this morning, and of course, they are fighting it. Uh, we have never, 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 never had the House flip or a chamber flip and then come along and do this kind of behemoth of a spending bill. Uh, this is not the way we should work. Kevin McCarthy, as Speaker of the House, should have the ability to come back in January with Republican appropriators I, and build out this budget. And Senator, agreed, agreed. But the question I ask is, where in the hell is Mitch McConnell and why is he making it possible for the Marxist Dems to win on this and eliminate uh the You know, Lou, what I'm hearing is that he is working with Kevin McCarthy. And I I think that a lot of people are supporting McCarthy in this. I think what's happening is they're pushing against uh, some of the appropriators that are Republican and Democrat. And of course, Leahy is getting ready to retire. He wants to have his name on a final budget. But that is coming at the expense of the future of our children and grandchildren. We have to remember running up this kind of debt is a danger to us because you've got China, you have OPEC, the cartel, these are entities that are some of the largest holders of our debt. Absolutely. Uh, Senator, we appreciate you taking the time to be with us here today. Uh, we thank you as always. And again, congratulations on all that you're getting done uh, there in, uh, in the nation's capital in the U.S. Senate. Senator yeah. Marshall Blackburn, thanks so much and Merry Christmas. And a Merry Christmas to you. Take care now. Bye-bye. Thank you. Senator Marsha Blackburn. And she and the Republicans deserve great credit for rolling back those vaccine mandates that should never have been ordered in the first place. Please follow us on Twitter and Truth Social. Go to at Lou Dobbs. That's at Lou Dobbs on Twitter and Truth Social. Thank you, everybody, for being with us. Tomorrow, our guest is John Solomon, founder and executive editor of JustTheNews.com. Please be with us. Please join us here tomorrow. Till then, God bless you. And may God bless America. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.